Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Like what gyms? I saw a gym on the news the other day that was like, hey, we're open, and they have like shower curtains around where you work out. Really? Because, yeah, it was, uh, I think, the 25th Crunch and Planet Fitness are opening the 25th. Yeah. They have shower curtains? Like, around each workstation? Yeah, because the guy was like, yeah, we were going to build, like, these plexiglass things, but they were, like, $40,000, so we just hung up shower curtains and some PVC pipe. I'm just cool. imagining, like, there's, like, a, a weight bench, and they have shower curtains around that weight bench, but then there's shower curtains around the next weight bench. Well, and, Like, it's... all the treadmills <laughs> have their own set of shower curtains around them it's more of like a class area where it's just like a workout like those little benches that they have to work out and then there's some weights around them and a mat it doesn't make sense because if they can just open on the 25th they spent all that money for shower curtains just to take them down on the 25th well i don't know if he just did it like he probably did it like a month (laughs) ago or at least before they announced maybe he was sitting on boxes of shower curtains (laughs) and it just occurred to him like oh shit i could finally use these it's one of those things somebody's like hey i got 200 shower curtains here and i'll sell them all to you for 50 bucks he's like that's a hell of a deal i like the more literal way of how you phrase that like he was literally sitting on shower curtains and was like man how can I get people to come to my gym and use up all these shower curtains? <laughs> anyway, welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be covering Axis issues one through three. And if we have enough time, we're going to be covering the first issue of Carnage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the that's the order. Yep. Is this the first time you guys have done a podcast? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so. Do you have any uh, any shout-outs that you want to do today? Shout-out Rick Remender for writing this book. We're not going to negatively shout-out <laughs> anything. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a shout-out I could do, but... I just... You were messaging us, uh, fuck a certain app that lets you read comics off of it. Yeah. So know, I, I just read the physical time. issues. I had a terrible time with them. I don't even know who did Kubert draw this. Yeah. It's on the front page. Yeah, but it also says Martin. What did Martin do? He's a colorist. Yeah. Which sounds racist, now that I'm thinking about it. Nope. Colorist. Yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, what's crazy is it's kind of topical in terms of, like, this book. Because it's exactly what happens in this book, kind of. You know, just riots and, and hate stuff. Hand, 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 hand. You're telling me that there's going to be riots and hate stuff in, with something involving the X-Men that we're talking about? Yeah. Crazy. This is over yeah. the top because there's uh, that never Nazis happens. in this one. But there are Nazis in this one. Yeah, it's like yeah. double. It's double. Yeah. It's almost like exactly what's going it's on. Like there's a Nazi sandwich. in all the other ones. Are you? Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so this story actually picks up pretty quick because there's a lot of groundwork that gets done in different series that if you didn't read, uh, you're sort of like, whoa, what, what's a red onslaught? (laughs) So, uh, I'm just going to read the, the, uh, previously in Marvel comics section for like for the first time on this thing. 
And he's only going to use that tone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So, starting off, Cyclops killed Xavier because Phoenix, you know? And yeah. then... Go uh, listen to our episodes on Avengers vs. X-Men to hear that. Exactly. I might be saying a lot during this part that you're doing right here. Well, now it's stuff that we didn't read, so it'd be weird if you had a lot to say. Go listen to us talk about <laughs> this stuff uh, right now. <laughs> go pause this podcast, go to this episode, and then listen to this part. And then come back and then listen to the podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Pause this podcast, go back to our AVX episodes, listen to those, come back to this point, because I'm not going to cover what happened in the AVX part of this previously in the Marvel Universe. But then, in the wake of AVX... Read this because it's hilarious, actually, how ridiculous it sounds. That second um, paragraph. Yeah. In the wake of Xavier's death, Captain what? America... They literally have wakes for death. I see what you did there. I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, Captain America recruited veteran X-Man Havoc, Cyclops' brother, to form a team of Avengers to demonstrate to the world that humans and mutants can work together. Ridiculous. It's like, yeah, they could have worked together if you weren't such an asshole from the start. Yeah, from the start. Because he's trying to make, I don't know, it just sounds like, look, it can be done. It's like, dude, it could always have been done if you weren't a dick. If you weren't dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the Avengers Unity Squad's mission, because that's what their name became, uh, was immediately put to the test when the villainous Red Skull, in possession of Xavier's brain and the immense psychic powers that come with it, sought to incite war between man and mutant, aiming to rid the Earth of mutant kind once and for all. So he's just trying to finish what Captain America started. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he showed, like, it. that's his rivalry with Captain America, is like, oh, what you couldn't do, I'll do. Yeah, I'm going to do it better. <laughs> well, he's like, I can unite everybody under my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Though the Avengers defeated the Red Skull, he managed to escape. In the months that followed, the Skull continued to carry out his plan, revisiting familiar Nazi tactics and collecting mutants. That just seems weird to me. Revisiting familiar Nazi tactics. Like, I'm just imagining, like, he goes back... To his, like, Nazi hometown, you know? <laughs> and he's catching up with, like, old Nazis that, like, have sort of moved on from the glory days of Nazism. I feel like he pulled out his so notes. But, <laughs> but, like... <sighs> he pulled out his notes from decades ago. He's like, let me check out these notes here. Damn it! My handwriting! So he's only got half the plan. Like, he just had an old desk and he's going through, like, his old notes. Yeah, all this stuff. <laughs> all the scribbles. Uh... Yeah, anyway, so he's collecting mutants, uh, imprisoning them in a re-education camp he created on the abandoned island of Genosha. Because that is uh, known so well for great things and mutant kind. Only good things have happened on Genosha. Yeah. Uh, the re-education camp, though, that part of it, I thought was weird. Because isn't he trying to kill mutants? I thought he was trying to brainwash them to turn them for his own good. Yeah, I know, but like the... The statement just before this was that he's trying to rid the world of mutant kind. 
Well, he's a Nazi. It's basically anybody who's and not now he's re-educating a him. regular white guy. Maybe he's sterilizing them too. Well, uh, taken captive at the Red Skull's camp, Avengers Havoc, Rogue, and Scarlet Witch quickly freed themselves, as well as mutant terrorist Magneto. Bullshit. Who's had a badass book going on during this time up to this point. Yeah, which listen to our episodes that aren't out yet in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to three months from now when we cover those. Uh, Anyway, so Magneto, who had been captured while investigating the camp over the course of his one-man war on those who would do harm to mutant kind. So, yeah, uh, a long way of saying his badass book. Because that shit was dope. He was basically James Bond Magneto. Yeah, he was Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> That's that BS though. He's a terrorist. Clearly said he's trying to stop people who are hurting mutants. Yeah, well. It makes him a terrorist. Yeah, but like, you've watched Fox News. Yeah. So. That's Hell the but... writing discrepancy though. Oh, between <laughs> Between Avengers and X-Men writers. I mean, obviously Magneto's not a good guy, but they're just straight up calling him a terrorist. Right. They give uh, more leniency to Punisher. No. <laughs> Punisher does not get any leniency. Sure he does. Except from, like, cops the, who are, the like, crossover books him. from uh, the Avenger-type heroes? They knew he was a killer, but they didn't, like, they weren't mad at him about it. Yeah. They didn't I mean, they treated him. him like they treated Wolverine. They knew he was a killer, and they were like, you're our killer. But, oh, yeah, I guess he kills. That's okay. Well, like, I think it's because they're usually not around them, but, like, street-level people are always like, no, get Frank the fuck out of here, because they know what he does. Right. It's, it is probably, though, because Punisher's killing bad guys, and Magneto's kind of hates everybody who's not a mutant, so. Yeah, but he's killing bad guys. Yeah, he is. Bad guys to mutants. No, it's, the correct term was freedom fighter, not terrorist, but. Hey. Was he fighting all the freedom? anyway uh hellbent on completing his mission magneto viciously okay for a second like the font was really weird and the o looked like a d for a second and i was like what vicidiously what freedom fighter would be an awesome captain america villain by the way (laughs) (laughs) like the obvious captain america villain yeah it turns out it's just just himself out of the mask (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway uh, Magneto viciously murdered the Red Skull against the Avengers' wishes. That's such a nice way of putting that. <laughs> but the act... <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but the act backfired, and in an explosion of psychic energy, the Red Skull was reborn in a terrifying new form, the Red Onslaught. Who's technically a zombie, right? He's two dead guys fused together. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. Like super zombie. Either of you read the Onslaught stuff from the 90s? I did not. Nope. Uh, I, I vaguely know what it was. Is uh, I think, for whatever reason, Xavier took on, like, all the evil of, like, Magneto's mind. Basically, all the hate. And then while he slept, the hate of Magneto's psyche, like, fucked Xavier's telepathic powers <laughs> and they maybe, created maybe. Onslaught. Are you sure that was the Onslaught book or was that is that a callback to our Halloween that episode? The- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like what happened. I know they forged, but it's like I don't know how and why. Uh, Magneto's anger's dick entered the vagina that is Xavier's, Xavier's telepathy. Yeah. 
of anybody who didn't. And they birth onslaught. Anybody who didn't get the reference before listening in our Halloween episode, there we read a uh, uh, creepypasta of X-Men, and they just all started fucking. <laughs> well, they were about to when you guys stopped me from reading. Because like, the story was six hours long. All right. So, anyway, that catches us up. And the Avengers, like Prime, I guess, right? The main force of the Avengers is responding to an issue in L.A. where there's trees everywhere. And for some reason, uh, Tony Stark thinks, oh, we must be getting ready to fight a person who hates plants. I think he was being sarcastic and uh, and Vision like, took him way too seriously. I, no, I don't think that's what happened. Because then Tony Stark apologized like, oh, man, I was way off base. Yeah, but he also could have been like... Oh, I'm just going to say I'm sorry because you don't understand. It's like talking to Drax. I guess. I just feel like it was a it was a dumb joke and he was going pretty deep into it. He just kept naming like people who would be anti-plant. And then he saw the plant guy. Literally, plant man. And he was like, oh shit, never mind. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy who does plant things never would have saw it coming. Yeah. So they fight plant man. And suddenly, <laughs> I know, right? So dumb. Sometimes comics sound it, dumb. It just sounds like how they do, like, Giant Man, where they just add a couple letters onto Ant-Man. So it's but, like he ate some kale and yeah. got fused with it, and now he's Plant Man. Did you ever see when they released, like, it was a super special suit, Ant-Man suit, and it was G.I. Ant-Man? Yeah, oh. that was the Giant Man. Yeah. yeah. We, we're on the same page. Giant Man makes more sense, though. <laughs> I know, but I mean, they literally, giant. they put the thing, the, the Yeah, periods. but he gets Ant in his, in his other one. But he also gets Giant. He does both. Plant, yeah, that's why it makes sense for either name. Plant Man, I don't connect to Ant-Man. Yeah, but if you ask. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't connect to what he does. He's all plants. What do you mean? No, I mean, I don't connect those two. Like, I was Man like, how do you not connect Ant-Man because he's small and he talks to ants? To who? What? <laughs> Ant-Man <laughs> He's small and he Are talks to ants Are we sharing an how aneurysm? Is, I is, know who Ant-Man is we're all having to, I know but you seem to think that his name doesn't fit him No no Are, I said I don't connect Ant-Man to Plant-Man Oh it's why would it? They rhyme that's about it It's two extra letters on Plant-Man Yeah. It's as close as Giant-Man Yeah but Giant-Man makes sense Alright we'll continue <laughs> Ants eat plants Anyway <laughs> Solved. (laughs) There's your connection. The Avengers start fighting each other because they're getting, like, real angry. Well, at first, it just seems like Thor's a little bitch. And then you realize, oh, no, it's been, like, this hate telepathy that's been going out. Um, And Tony takes out Plant Man because he thinks, oh, he's using some sort of weird, like, uh toxin pheromone thing that's making people go crazy and be mad and then he's like okay well if it's not that guy then it must be telepathy because that's the only other reason why i wouldn't be affected (laughs) those are the only two things that don't work on me is smells and brainy things well i mean when he's in a suit of armor that like doesn't allow him to smell and he specifically put up brainy thing yeah dampeners I thought it was. I didn't know that they were getting their minds messed with when Thor started. It wasn't until after when Vision started because that made sense to me. Thor got dissed. Yeah, exactly. By Sam, I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. How dare he disrespect <laughs> you like that? You get him, Thor. Well, well, he dissed Sam first, to be honest. Well, Thor's always talking like that to people, though. 
Sam was kind of more like, I'm in charge here. But, uh, there is that, too. You don't really talk to Thor that way. He called him a bird. He's got wings. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he was off. I'm just saying he called him a bird. You were going to say something. I was just because my uh, the picture I sent you guys is like my favorite line in there where Plant Man, when everybody's fighting, and he's like, Are you people insane? Why you primates fight each other? I've called forth the tsunami of sweet green. And that just sounds like what every stoner I've ever known when they brought weed to a party. <laughs> <laughs> just unroll the fat bag right there. Yeah. The tsunami of sweet green. <laughs> like, couldn't you imagine like some potheads, you know, saying that? Yeah. It has to unroll, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, while this is going on, because uh, Iron Man realizes, okay, it's a telepathy thing. He gets, He's about to get killed by the Hulk, because the Hulk's just like, you made me this. And he's like, I thought we discussed this the last crossover. Yeah, original yeah. Sin was the last time. Yeah. He hadn't gotten over it, apparently. He's still mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like the the line that when he asks, because after he uh, reverses the polarity, basically, of, like, the psychic attack um, and gets the hate to leave everyone around him, I do like that he said something to the Hulk along the lines of, like, are you a bit less irritable? And he's like, I know with you it's kind of a scale because he's still the Hulk. I would yeah. read the irritable Hulk, though. Yeah. <laughs> irritable Hulk. <laughs> just him kind of upset. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, I just slept wrong. I'm just not in a good mood. I just picture him trying to crack an egg and it just keeps busting immediately. <laughs> it just breaks in his hand when he takes out <laughs> the container. It's basically his scene from Endgame where he's like, Hulk hates stairs! <laughs> so, uh... He, he solves that, and Captain America calls him, and he's... Well, Steve Rogers calls him, because he's not officially Captain America. He's now Naptain America again. Yes. Which, Deadpool joke. Yep. And it, he's like, hey, uh, Tony, we got a problem. And Tony's like, yep, already figured it out. Hate psychics. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm setting up a thing. I also hate psychics. Yeah. But... Uh, I really <laughs> hate hate psychics mainly mutant psychics we should have a policy no more mutants on the avengers you cool with that cap i mean steve (laughs) uh anyway he he says he's like i'm already on it i'm putting up a dampener to clear the area now and steve's like no it's not just that area it's the whole world this is really bad and he's like oh well shit (laughs) gotta figure that out then meanwhile Havoc is having a bad dream. Yep. Because he's like, I'm definitely not laying in a puddle of mud right now. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Then he looks at the girl next to him and he's like, man, she fucking hates me. (laughs) That actually worked out nice. (laughs) Because everything's so blurry for him. Ugh. So he thinks he's home in bed with Janet and their daughter. Um, and then, like, it not at all. It's the Red Skull. And he sees, like, zombie. <laughs> he sees zombie Xavier is like, don't let him do this to my powers and my legacy. That also, pic- wipe my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> that picture of him, though. He's like, give me a kiss. <laughs> like, Red Skull literally being in bed next to him. Yeah. 
which ties into the stuff that happened during uh, Uncanny Avengers. Mega Man, that yeah. is, he that's... fucked Red Skull in Uncanny <laughs> <laughs> So that really is a nightmare. He's in bed with Red Skull, and then Xavier shows up. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, well, no, because in Uncanny Avengers, uh, they end up in the future for some reason, and they see that uh, Havoc sees that he and Janet were supposed to have a daughter and stuff. And Kang the Conqueror took their kid for some reason. Uh, that's about all the information we get in this book. For they, more, you'd have to read the read book. Uncanny Avengers. Oh, oh. He like it says he traded his kid like to save other people or something. Other people's kids for yeah. shiny Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the first edition card, maybe pretty valuable. I think it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah, that kid just cost you money. <laughs> <laughs> That's also crazy. Someone trades their their future kid for a thousand dollar trading card. It's only That's appreciating even, in value. That's even crazy. <laughs> it's even crazier though that somebody has uh, a holographic Charizard card and they're like, "I can get a kid for this." <laughs> but then again, Xavier. Yeah, but then Havoc's like, in the future. That's my future kid. It's not my kid right now. I'll make another. <laughs> yeah. Name him Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> uh, anyway uh He's so putting glitter on the kid so, <laughs> so that ends up being a pretty terrible nightmare that havoc has and he wakes up in a puddle of mud like oh wait never mind i am i am i am in a puddle of mud. i am in a puddle of mud. <laughs> my ass hurts if anybody doesn't understand that go watch cracks puddle of mud video <laughs> Where it's just four guys slowly realizing they're in puddle of mud, and it's the worst <laughs> thing that could ever happen to them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so Havoc's having this terrible realization, and his mind is slowly being taken over by the hate uh, that Red Onslaught's pushing out. And uh, at the same time, there are some heroes actually fighting Red Onslaught and not doing that great a job. Uh, Wanda and Rogue are fighting him. And Magneto and Onslaught doesn't even seem to sort of care. He uh, he shoots Magneto through a building. And Magneto happens to be like, oh shit, Cyclops, how'd you get here? And also, Jetpack. Quentin. And, no, he doesn't have any more of those. Uh, but it, it's shown that like uh, Quentin Choir, uh, Cyclops, and Genesis are all prisoners in this concentration camp, which I don't remember the Uncanny books tying in at all. I legitimately, I don't know if you'll get this reference at all, but when you said Genesis, I was like, Phil Collins is like hanging out with him. Nope. Nope. I don't get it at all. Yep. Phil Collins was in a band called Genesis. Oh, okay. We found a Phil Collins fan. (laughs) No, nobody's a Phil Collins fan. Just, I've heard of things before. I mean, Phil Collins... Enthusiast. No. <laughs> so it's literally the one thing I know about Phil Collins. <laughs> anyway, uh, Onslaught also starts. It, it's funny because uh, Rogue and uh, Scarlet Witch—they're like they're getting like the hate fed at them, and Scarlet Witch is like, "Rogue, don't fall into it," because Rogue's getting angry and she's like saying mean things to Scarlet Witch. That's and, just Rogue, though. She, and, she doesn't even feel the effects of anything. And Scarlet... It, that's funny, because 
Red Onslaught literally says that. He's like, I'm not pumping any hate into her. This is her hate. Yeah, she gets that from Carol. <laughs> literally, she took it from her. <laughs> uh, Wanda's the one telling her to chill. And then suddenly, it's Wanda that's actually being taken over by Red Skull. And it's Rogue who's like, hold it together. Like, remember, just did like a 180? It's like when somebody talks shit to somebody who's bigger. And then they're like, whoa, actually, no, I t- changed my mind. We shouldn't fight. Hmm. So when she talked shit, then Wanda got mad. It's like, whoa, you're going to defend yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for that. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. I mixed this up. I thought Magneto got hit by uh, Onslaught. But this, this is when Havoc is like, you know what? Yeah, Onslaught sucks, but so do you, Magneto. And he shoots <laughs> Magneto into the building. That's when Magneto sees Cyclops in them. Uh, because then Havoc goes in to follow Magneto, and he sees... Because uh, Magneto frees Cyclops, Evan, or Genesis, uh, or Phil Collins. <laughs> and, uh, See, it's funnier if you picture it. Quick fire. <laughs> anyway, he frees them, only uh, just, just, uh, just in time for Havoc to show up and decide, now I'm going to kill Cyclops. And he attacks Scott, and he's like... You murdered Xavier, and this is all your fault because you started this when you killed him. And right now, Red Skull wouldn't be able to have a piece of his brain if it wasn't for that. There are like some white girls outside. That I know it's so at distracting. If you guys are staring, and then I'm seeing them in the reflection of the door. So it's yeah, fucking. So we had to pick the office that's ninety yeah. percent windows. Because they're being weird and like pointing over here and looking real hard. So uh, anyway. <laughs> Genesis uh, breaks up, well, I was going to say fight the fighting between Havoc and Scott, but it's really just Havoc beating the shit out of Cyclops. And he's like, hey, how come you're talking a big game about Xavier mattering, but maybe do something he taught you? Which is, he shouldn't want that. He's a child. He shouldn't want them to do anything that Xavier taught them. Right. Does he even know Xavier? <laughs> no. No, not really. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's he's only heard of him. He just read his uh, Ten Commandments. He has commandments? Probably. Oh, gotcha. They're more like cult rules than yeah. commandments. <laughs> it's like you you give me all of your furniture and I sell it, and then you're <laughs> not allowed to talk to your family. Yeah. And anyway, so Genesis uh, breaks up Cyclops and Havoc, and he's like, listen, guys. We got to focus, and we got to do what's right, and there's a harpoon through me. Because Ahab throws a fucking psionic harpoon. Who the hell invited Ahab? That's what I want to know. It's so (laughs) random that he's just here. Uh, I think he was, like, the warden guy of the camp, right? Or, like, the hunter. Like, he hunts mutants, and he was putting them there. That makes more sense. I just don't know when that happened. Probably an uncanny Avengers, but... Yeah. It was just weird, yeah, he just shows up helping out Red Skull. Although, I thought he only had one super harpoon, and this dude has so many harpoons in this book. I thought he had one, and he, like, calls it back to him or something. Yeah, and he he just kept making new ones. Like, he he hits uh, Evan with one, and he goes down, and at, during one panel, because he goes to throw it at uh, Havoc, and Cyclops jumps in front of it, and he just gets stabbed in the shoulder, and that looked real stupid. 
that there was this long ass pole just coming out of it was like an Cyclops inch in his, yeah. into his arm it was ridiculous and then he had another one and you could so in that one panel you see one harpoon sticking out of Evan's back one harpoon inside of Cyclops and one uh, in Ahab's hand and also Quentin's knocked out for some reason like just out of nowhere it's a strong harpoon uh, yeah, anyway, so Genesis is harpooned by Ahab, and then, uh, old man Rogers, uh, like, cut back to him, he's sending out heroes, he's like, Spider-Man and a team are gonna go stop people from rioting, and we're gonna send out more teams stopping other people from killing each other, cause hate, and, uh, he's like, figure something out, Tony, and Tony's like, once there's a big enough energy signature... I'll follow it, but there's not, so chill your pampers, because he's an old man, he's incontinent. Yeah. He shits himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Tony also, goes over Also, he to, looks a lot like Clint Eastwood in this. Yeah. And Tony goes over to Janet, and she's sad, because they haven't heard from uh, Havoc at all, because he's been missing, and they're banging, you know, because in the future, they know they're supposed to have a kid. Yeah, and I don't know about you because we know where the relationship with uh, Janet and Tony's going. Yeah, he's thinking about it right now. Yeah, this whole book, I'm like creeped out by him. Like, yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah, because right in this moment, like, he goes to comfort Janet and she's like, I'm worried about Havoc. He's like, ah, he's fine. I'm sure he's, he's, a, he's a strong guy. Yeah. He's, Why don't you come he, closer to me and I'll console you? Yeah. We're not going to bang and. Six years? Yeah. Five years? But they're banging now? Yeah. Everybody's well, we're... Now. I don't know what's going on right now in the Iron Man book. I mean, I but guess in 2019. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with like, Marvel timeline, I guess it would be, like, a year until they start banging. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no time at all. No, he's like, yeah, forget about, forget about Havoc. Yeah. This whole event's gonna mess him up, so you can just... <laughs> he's there and gone. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> I do that hit you. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> hitting on hitting on girls while their boyfriends are missing is tight. <laughs> uh, so Iron Man's like, as soon as there's a big enough energy uh, signature, we're just gonna follow him. So chill. And uh, now back to the fight with Onslaught. Wanda is fully under the Red Onslaught's control. And Rogue's like, hey, I'm going to use my power to, like, steal your power because I just now thought to do this. <laughs> it's her actual, one actual power. Everything yeah. else is just stuff she stole. From that one power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so she does that and she's like, oh, no, this is, like, the darkest dark and evil. But wait a minute. Xavier. And Xavier's like, I'm holding my hands up to... Outer space, you, you gotta solve it from out there. <laughs> like, that's a weird panel. I don't even know how to understand that panel. Well, if you know anything about Dragon Ball Z, he's like helping to build her spirit bomb, metaphorically <laughs> yeah. speaking. Uh, he says a nice thing in that, like, if it were up to any of my students to fix all of this, I'm glad it's you. Yeah, which and he literally say says that to all anybody. Of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anybody went there, he would say that to him. Yeah. yeah. 
He says that all the time. If it was Scott, he would have said it's Scott, yeah. like Gene. But you know He's it like, went to her head. Yeah. Oh, of course. He's like a parent telling all of his kids, you're my favorite. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason he might mean this more than when he usually says it is because a part of him is literally inside of Rogue. <laughs> he He's like, Rogue, I'm so glad you're here. You're my favorite pizza place. Sorry, wrong bit. <laughs> you're referencing so many YouTube I channels. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh rogues like he's in there xavier's in there and he gave me a bit of his power somehow because that was weird because that doesn't really come into play again other than like she can like she has enough of ex- like i you know i yeah. still don't get that it's she, just like she enough xavier to know that he's in there but it's just enough that like red skull can't really take her over easily right yeah i guess and like is sort of shielding her mind because later she says something about like oh xavier told me another thing that you don't know that i took wonder man's power and like used it to smash through red skulls or red onslaught's head and she's like using that power though but she yeah she's been using that power yeah also it feels like she could do that from what she got from carol yeah and also... That's why she took Wonder Man's powers, so it's like the same exact thing almost. I think... It just doubles up on her Carol powers. I think yeah. Red Onslaught was just sort of like, Wonder Who? Well, because she lost Carol's powers. So that's why they gave her Wonder Man's powers. Oh, I didn't know she lost Carol's powers at this point. Yeah, see, yeah. but my bit was that Wonder Man's so unknown and pointless that even Red Onslaught was like, I don't know who you're... <laughs> Wonder Man? The actor? The <laughs> actor? <Yeah. laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Everybody knows who Wonder Man is in this universe. He's an actor. Uh, <laughs> I'm speaking more to his anonymity in the Marvel books as a prominent superhero. So, anyway, uh, Rogue's all like, I got Xavier in me now. <laughs> so, you're not good. I Stop as, me. as you said that, I looked at the panel uh, uh, that's Scarlet Witch, and it looks like she's reacting to how you just said that. <laughs> she's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> well, because Scarlet Witch is like actually like, okay, yeah, your hate's my hate, and your enemies are my enemies. So, like, she's full on brain controlled now. And uh, I'm pretty sure those are Limbiscuit lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and Rogue saves Wanda. She like fucking tackles her out of the sky, and then they go around a corner of a of a building and he's like uh rogue's like he's never gonna find us there and she's right onslaught doesn't even bother trying he never finds them around that building so crafty this is one weakness oh you know what i think that's how shot by the avengers they showed up yeah i think that's how uh rogue uses his powers she frees wanda's mind briefly that's right. Okay. Oh. And then it doesn't matter after that. No, then the uh, Backstreet Boys show up. Yeah. All right. So, apparently, a big enough energy signature happened, and bam, Avengers, and nothing but puns from those guys. Yep. <laughs> and Deadpool hasn't even showed up yet. Captain America's like, I'm a bird now. Tony's like, I'm quip. a man of iron. <laughs> Uh, fucking Thor is like, 
tag on the quip. You know? I don't fucking know. I don't remember the, the banter. Oh, I, I just remember it was very bantery. Havoc said, guess I'm feeling sassy. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's was noting. that Havoc or no, was Hawkeye that Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye was, said yeah. That. yeah. I think Hawkeye said a couple things that so were like... I think he said it's complimentary at one point. I think I remember that. Yeah, exactly. complimentary on birthdays, he said. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a lot to do, that guy. No, Hawkeye, that's <laughs> the one bit I remember him being in. He was mad later because he's like, <laughs> I didn't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. You keep on inviting an archer to world-ending events. While this is happening, Ahab still fighting the X-Men that are there. And uh, suddenly, X-Men show up. And I don't know who called the X-Men exactly. Now, it, was, it wasn't it was just it was, uh, the X-Men, the Mighty Avengers, and... Um, Inhumans, yeah. I guess. But I think like I only Cage noticed Medusa. But yeah, that was the only Inhuman I noticed. But first, you have the X-Men show up. You got Nightcrawler, Storm, and Colossus. And that's yeah. where you got some more weird dialogue, like Storm saying some stuff that she would never say. Yeah, but, like, like they're cool. Like, there's a moment between Scott and Kurt that's like, oh, there's, like, reconciling or whatever. But that's the weird part is that, like, Kurt and Scott didn't have an issue. Because, yeah. like, the last time Nightcrawler saw Cyclops, he had an arm through his chest. Well, is, is Cyclops, that was literally, like, Nightcrawler was all pissed off at Cyclops. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> of X-Force. Yeah. So, maybe he was apologizing for that. Or, like, they were like, hey, forget about the whole arm through your chest thing. It's arm through the chest. I mean, water under the <laughs> It's arm through the chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I gotta remember to keep that in uh, my my uh, my verbal reports. repertoire. Yes, repertoire for any time I would use water under the bridge, just arm through the chest. It's arm through the chest. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they were talking about like saving the summers, and uh, Nightcrawler says clearly you haven't seen the Family Variety Hour special. Yeah, it's terrible. It's quite heartwarming, and yeah, but that makes sense for Nightcrawler to say. But for Storm to be like, Cable does a spectacular mime routine. Rachel does face painting. Seems like she wouldn't be... Into that. She'd be more Do like, that. I'm calling the thunder! She'd, That's the type of shit she's saying. So she's she, got the face painting. She'd be asking him what happens to Toads when they're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Cable, though, I was reading the first Deadpool series earlier, and I found out something stupid that you would appreciate. Okay. Is that he used to go by Cable Winter or uh, Nathan Winters. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I read that and I was like, that is stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> and that's probably 90s, right? Yeah. Is that that's a Liefeld thing? <laughs> or during that era? Uh, Liefeld might have done that, but he didn't write the book that I read because I don't read Well, yeah, because that's, that's like calling back. But it seems like something where he's like, oh, no, I'm not Nathan Summers. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm Nathan Winters. <laughs> it's, it's literally the same thing in Future Man when he's like, no, my... Because his name's Futterman, and he's like, he's like, no, I'm Josh Pastman. Uh, you know what though? That's only made me like in in my own life. The decision I made so that that reference makes sense to me, it's only made me believe in it more. The Winters, yeah, thing, yeah. Uh, well, because anyway. you had your own Will Winters that you, left. yeah, dude. <laughs> 
just fucking dropping bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but the Nightcrawler and the Scott, that kind of interaction, that made sense to me. Because they were like, you came, and he was like, yeah, we did, you, you know. You're <laughs> yeah, I know, did. that made sense. <laughs> yeah. Came just... all over this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that made sense. Storm didn't make sense. The last time we saw Storm and Cyclops in the same room, she wanted to, like, kill him, basically. I mean, I understand her helping. It was just the joking that didn't make sense. Yeah, like her entire demeanor and Yeah, that stuff. She's th- that's just not her character. Maybe uh, she's happy Wolverine's dead. Probably so, she had to stop pretending that she was <laughs> orgasming. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, everybody arrives. Beast is all like, Avengers, X-Men, let's smash some yeah. skull. You know, because I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody, but clearly I like the Avengers more, so I won't say assemble. Yeah. So uh, here's Young Gene and Psylocke. We got to point that out. Young Gene, yeah. Telepaths. Yeah, you see them, and then like they don't matter. They never matter. Where are all the telepaths? <clears throat> we need them. Yeah, everything's on uh, Quentin. Yep. <clears throat> Apparently, the uh, they didn't like Emma since she shows up zero times during this whole book. Yeah, and Stark shows up in front of uh, Red Onslaught, and he's like, hey, notice your telepathy's not working? It's crazy, because science, you know, I'm, I scienced, I almost said magicked for some reason. I, I <laughs> Who also didn't solution. show up in this book. Right? Yep. They could have used that bus. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird that Cyclops' whole team also didn't show up. Just him and Magneto. Yeah, apparently <laughs> like he was it. just kidnapped, you know? and that was it. Yeah, Magneto's not even technically on his team right now. Yeah. True, so just Cyclops. Everyone else is just chilling at the bunker. Yeah, Magneto was off killing people and having sex with a lady with some weird leg brace. As one does. Yeah, how did you do? When you're a freedom fighter. (laughs) Anyway. It's literally in the job application. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a metal leg brace, so. Imagine (laughs) what he can do. (laughs) See those things that leg does. Considering we've seen him change light bulbs, <laughs> like with <laughs> using magnetism, it would be hilarious to find out that he ever like dated uh, Misty Knight for a time, <laughs> and then she's just like, "No, we broke up." He kept making my arm jerk him off. <laughs> Although I'm just now realizing how funny it is that Misty Knight has dated Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who gets fisted would surprise you. Not at all. Danny Rand. <laughs> Danny Rand gets fisted. Uh, so, Stark stops the telepathy, and it seems like all the heroes are there. And they're beating Red Onslaught, and he's got no chance of victory, and basically the end, you know? Oh, issue one. Yep. <laughs> Not the episode. Because it turns out, Adamantium Sentinels, yo. Red Onslaught's just like, hey, Tony, they're great. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it turns out that during the Civil War time, uh, Tony Stark thought of a way to create the perfect superhero hunting sentinel. Yeah, he did. uh, He pulled a Batman. And Red Onslaught built these sentinels by... Just reading his mind briefly. After Tony already deleted his, his memory banks of that period. And Red Onslaught was just like, I'm such a powerful psychic. MacGuffin. Well, he made Tony build them. Well, Tony said he doesn't remember building them at all. But it shows him building them. Does it? Yeah. When yeah, they, they say he built them and then they just 
took it away. No. He said he thought it was like a dream and shit. So what is it's like you ever dream that you're at work and then you wake up and you have to go to work? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, or worse, you are at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I slept through half my shift. It's almost done now. Uh, or you feel that way, but it's only been 20 minutes. <laughs> and actually, you have seven and a half hours left. Uh, so anyway, uh, Adamantium Sentinels show up and then... That's the end of the first book. Yep. The second book, 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 <laughs> the second book, the second book <laughs> is uh, literally it starts one hour later, and all those same heroes are just getting their asses kicked, and they're like, "It's hard to believe it's only been an hour," but these Sentinels are really kicking our ass. And uh, there's a whole thing that happens where Tony he's like being super introspectively like pitying himself the whole time it's like man when did i do this i couldn't have done this but i know i did this he's being sad boy uh, boys yeah he was like i was so mean to like the kids in school and like this is definitely why this is happening even though i apologized to them when i got sober i then did it again like i i figured out the weaknesses of everyone around me and then exploited it so oops yeah, and he, he even said he didn't apologize to all of them. He's just like, the ones I was really bad with, they got apologies. The ones I was, I was kind of fucked up with, he's like, no, they yeah. can go fuck themselves. Uh, so anyway, uh, what's his face? Sam Cap? Sam Cap? Sam Cap? <laughs> he, uh, Cap Sam America? <laughs> he goes to Tony, he's like, hey man, wake up. Grab a mush pull on makeup. <laughs> And uh, Tony says some lines that are uh, clever and quippy about Lord of the Rings and him being his Samwise. And he's like, all right, well, I don't even remember these Sentinels. I don't know how we're supposed to stop them. Maybe I should think about what would the perfect Sentinel be. And then he thinks about it and he's like, oh, okay, that's mu- that must be what they are. And it turns out uh, they're specifically made to beat superheroes in all their superheroiness. Doesn't matter what they do to them. They're automatically going to win because they just, you know, prep time. And that whenever they just look at a hero, they cover them in pine particles and shrink them down. And on the inside of the Sentinel is basically just a prison. Did you say pine? Pim? I thought you said pine. I said pine <laughs> and met Pim. Yep. I, w- I was thinking of the word in my head and it's P-Y-M, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Pim. I know it's Pim. I know. <laughs> it's it's still fucking hilarious. I know. Hank uh, Pime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he totally looks like a Pime, man. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this fucking quote. Rogue. When I touched Onslaught. I saw Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, that wasn't even like a real thing. It was just flashbacks from memories they erased. <laughs> so, uh, Cap gets hit by the weird tractor beam thing. Tractor beam. <laughs> yeah. And Tony pulls him out of it and he's like, yeah, that's the thing that will catch you and put you inside of, you know, uh, tiny, like, 
shrunken prison. I'm assuming it's like a jail, like they're all jail cell cells in there, but they're all super tiny. Why does shrunken prison sound like a Jackie Chan movie? <laughs> I don't know. Jackie Chan in shrunken prison. It's a sequel to Drunken Master. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. They're the same like universe. We- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's a whole extended universe with, like, Jackie Chan and Rick Moranis. Oh. <laughs> and it's, like, Rush Hour. Yeah. Rick, Rick Moranis is doing all the uh, Chris Tucker role. Yeah, he's, like, not even being his character from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He's doing a Chris Tucker impression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so now I need Chris Tucker doing Rick Moranis and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, then... Uh, Iron Man gets hit with the weird tractor beam look, and Captain America knocks him out of it, and then he gets taken instead, and uh, Iron Man gets shot down into more rubble because there's rubble and buildings everywhere, and then he gets hit by the weird tractor beam again, and he's like, convert all power to thrusters, and his armor's like, no, and he's like, do it, and it's like, no, and then Doctor Strange shows up and stops iron man from getting taken by the tractor beam so uh then he's like strange what are you doing here which is really weird or strange (laughs) (laughs) fuck you (laughs) fuck you (laughs) because you would think it's obvious why he's there you know yeah they're fighting the red onslaught yeah. And, and a bunch of heroes just showed up to do it. And he's about to be very, like, central to the story. And somehow not at all. Yeah. Well, it was still his idea. <laughs> no, it wasn't even his idea. It was Wanda's. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to work with Dr. Doom. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dr. Doom's not in the story. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh... So, uh, what you get from the story so far is that Tony Stark doesn't charge his suits. Yeah, pretty much. He needs one of those portable chargers. Space cash. <laughs> uh, because his suit's constantly getting compromised, and it's just, he, you know, it's just getting worse and worse throughout the story. Uh, and at this point, it's pretty bad, obviously, because the suit didn't even want to convert its power to the thrusters or whatever. And, uh... Wanda has the idea, hey, if Xavier's in there, because like you said, Rogue has the line saying, I touched uh, Red Skull and felt Xavier or whatever. And so they're like, all right, well, if Xavier's consciousness is in there, all we have to do is change its ax- the Red Onslaught's axis and have Xavier's mind become the controlling dominant mind. And so Scarlet Witch is like, if I control the chaos forces... And Doctor Strange, you control order forces. We'll work together and swap it. And he's like, I understand magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, bitch, I taught you everything. You know? <laughs> like, throwing commands at me. Which actually doesn't even make sense, though. Because she's like, if I can channel chaos and you channel order, we'll create an in-between effect. It's like, so in other words, nothing. If those are opposites and you're going to make an in-between, what is an in-between? I... Just regular. Yeah. Axis, man. <laughs> Which it would mean nothing changes. <laughs> Except it flips. Yeah, all the heroes. Because words. I don't know. <laughs> like, don't dig too deep. 
I heard after this event, all the heroes start having seasons. So, <laughs> so that's what that's what happens when you try to explain it too much, though. Yeah, Just do it. Well, they're they're trying. Thanks for the <laughs> advice, Shia. <laughs> they're they're trying. There's just two big robots trying to also yeah. destroy them. Two metal robots and a Magneto. Right. Into a bar. <laughs> and Magneto does nothing. Yeah, Magneto moves the bar, so it doesn't hit. <laughs> anyway, uh, fuck. So they decide they're gonna do that spell, and. Tony's like, okay, well, we're going to take on the Sentinels. He's talking to Magneto. and Because the whole time, Magneto keeps calling him Mr. Stark because, you know, it's all Tony's fault. And Tony's, like, real bitter about that he knows it's all his fault. But doesn't like that a freedom fighter in Magneto <laughs> is, uh, you know, calling him a, a, a bad guy. Because, you know, hypocrisy. So, uh, he's like, just follow my lead, and the two of us will take on these Sentinels. Which, interesting, right? Because this is, like, the first verses of the AVX, yeah, right? Yeah, the first, yeah. Yeah, and now it's a team-up. Mm. And the next X-Men Avengers crossover. True, I didn't think about that. I gotta point out this quote, because it's very important. I just noticed it, actually. Uh, Iron Man says, Murderer is a fairly consistent metric on the ethical scale. By calling... Uh, What's his name? Magneto, a villain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, lots of sick burns from that guy to the other guy. Did Tony Stark commit war crimes? Yeah. What is it? Wolverine. <laughs> a lot of bit. <laughs> you know, a little bit commit war crimes. Because <laughs> if Wolverine's a hero and Magneto's a villain, I mean a freedom fighter, I don't know. It seemed kind of the same to me. Except for that Magneto fights for freedom and Wolverine doesn't. Wolverine fights for freedom. From child support. Because yeah. <laughs> he kills his kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for the explanation. <laughs> there might be listeners who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, he kills all his kids. Welcome to this episode of <laughs> Devin Explains His Own Jokes. <laughs> hey, man. They might not know. They might still be asleep. You You're know? like a rapper. They need to get woke. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, Iron Man and Magneto take on the Sentinels, and they're leaving Red Onslaught to uh, Rogue, and that's when she has that line of, like, Red Onslaught doesn't even know I got Wonder Man's powers. (laughs) He's like, who fucks Wonder Man? Exactly. The actor? Yeah, I do. (laughs) It's like, you took his acting ability? (laughs) If you would have wore those glasses, he would have known. Uh. <laughs> how is... You know what? I, I was going to say, how is there no comparison of, like, uh, Wonder Man and, like, Johnny Cage? But maybe there is. Maybe there is, like, that treatment to Wonder Man. Like, it, like Wonder Man goes out and no one takes him seriously because he's an actor, and then he turns out to be a badass. I think, well, he, like, mostly retired from being a superhero to do acting. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't care about that guy, apparently. Whenever I read him in... Because I don't know anything. I think he was in New Avengers. I don't think they brought up acting that much. It was, uh, you know, when Sentry was in New Avengers. He was dating Carol or they had something going on. Hmm. When was that? Was it when they all had the same faces and shoulders? 
Because I th- yeah, I think Probably. after House of M is when he started to become an actor. Because remember House of M, yeah, like literally like, all the guys had the same face and shoulders. It was when and neck. It was like, when Century first came back before he ripped Ares in half. So before Siege. Okay. So Siege was two thousand eight, and so it's about the same time. It's like a couple years after. Yeah. So Rogue saves Nova, and Nova's like, "Gee, thanks. I'm gonna help now because I'm a superhero." And then he attacks the Sentinels, and Tony's like, hey, that's not part of the plan. And he's like, there's a plan? Apparently there was a plan. Um, and that if another person hit a Sentinel, that ruined the plan, and that allowed the Sentinels to see Doctor Strange and Wanda, and then straight up pin particle them to prison. You think they should have told more people this plan? Maybe. But, like, I don't understand how Nova ruined the plan. Because, like, the whole part on on Tony and Magneto's half was, like, hit the Sentinels, you know? They just had a third guy now helping them hit Sentinels. Well, and if everything it learned was about, uh, it was from Tony's Civil War files, he has nothing on Sam Alexander. Yeah. I mean, he might have stuff on Richard Ryder, but even he was in space at the time. He wasn't a part of the initiative. But he's a hero, and they kind of look exactly the same in that uniform. Racist. (laughs) They're not. One is white, and the other is half white. (laughs) Full mask. Off white. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was really weird. Like, you were, like, uh, digging too deep with the whole how does the magic even work if one's controlling chaos and the other one's controlling order and you'd think they would just negate each other i don't understand how another guy hitting a giant robot with you ruined your plan no i don't either but it does and it fucks him up because then magneto gets shot and he goes through another building that dude's constantly getting tossed through walls and uh roofs and whatnot and then uh, Tony gets stepped on. Yep. Very slowly. Very slowly. He catches it, and you think he's going to have, like, a Spider-Man moment where he's, like, trying really hard not to get squashed, and he's telling all his power now to divert to the leg hydraulics, and it's like, but I thought you wanted thrusters. <laughs> it's like... Like, it's like a slow computer. It's finally doing the last thing he had wanted it to do. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that instead of him, like, holding up the foot, it's like that scene in Austin Powers where he's about to run over that dude who was on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, like 40 feet away. But it's just, and it's moving at, like, two miles an hour. And he's just screaming. Oh, yeah. Slowly, like, comes down on him. And he's like, The yeah. Zamboni. Uh, no, or it no, was a steamroller. The steamroller. Zam- uh, that was, uh... Something McDonald. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Mad TV. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it the first time I saw that. And then I watched Mad TV, and then I saw it again. I was like, oh, shit, I recognize that guy. And I've told all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, I love this part that happens, though, because as Tony's slowly being squashed, presumably to death, which you'd also think he just... Re- like reroute all his power to thrusters to zoom out of there and doesn't uh or just walk and like it's just like hey integrity's failing the suit's gonna be crushed magneto comes out of the building that he was just blasted into 
Um, Brushes his shoulders off like a boss. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, from Jay Z. <laughs> um, Iron Man's like, hey, Magneto, maybe lift the Sentinel off me. And he does what you said. He brushes his shoulder off. And then he just flies away. And he's like, oh, fuck you then. And fuck Germans, basically, because Red Skull, German, and Magneto, German. And then Nightcrawler teleports in, and he's like, hey, man, maybe don't be racist. Strudel. <laughs> Strudel. He does say that. Like, there's good things that come from Germans. Which is funny, because you think he's talking about him. <laughs> right? Not all Germans are bad. Then he brings up Strudel. <laughs> yeah. He teleports him out of there. <laughs> that was the one thing yeah. a German could think of. Um, and then Tony Stark blacks out and then comes to, and when he comes to, uh, it's basically the last of the heroes are hiding in a room somewhere. It's like a basement. And, uh, you learn that throughout the night, cause Tony had been passed out all night, the heroes tried again against Onslaught and lost 12 more of their number, uh, to the Sentinels. And, uh, that... Now it's Quentin Quire who's the only thing keeping uh, Red Onslaught even remotely at bay and from being able to find them. So I'm assuming that, like, Jean Grey and uh, Psylocke just got taken. Yeah. And Emma, Beast. And the Cuckoos. And Monet. All yeah. of the telepaths ever. Apparently. Just, like, quickly. Yeah. And Nova, too, it looks like. Nova. And apparently the rest of the Fantastic Four. Not that they were there to begin with, but it's only Sue. Right. In a badass red costume, I might add, because I've never seen him in red. Oh, I think they, they were all in red during this time. I'm, I'm guessing, but I didn't read. I only seen him in the white and then the blue. Yeah, they're, they're in the, the red costumes at this time. I think uh, Johnny's dead, right? No, they showed him flying in. I thought when Johnny was dead, that's when they did the white, because then Spider-Man got his white costume. Well, right they did the Fantastic Future Foundation, yeah. 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 Okay, I'm, maybe I'm just confused on when that all happened. Yeah, Johnny died during like Hickman's run. Hickman's Fantastic Run. Yeah. Vol- Fantastic Four Run. Yeah. I haven't read it to, read <laughs> to it. confirm it's Fantastic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh Anyway, so they're like, we, uh, we're, we're just going to try one more time. One more run at Onslaught because what is there left for us to do? And uh, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the internal monologue of Havoc at this point. He, and he looks like Deadpool. Because they basically, yeah. They they all kind of have their reconciling moment again. Because they're sort of like, we're probably going to die out there. So, love you guys. Yeah, love you too. Yeah, let's go be superheroes. Uh, and then they go and they fight. And uh, Alex and his mind's all like, Xavier, if you could hear my thoughts, I want you to know Cyclops, not such a bad guy. Right. You're always reading my thoughts, Xavier. Hope you're reading them now. Yeah. Yeah, this is where I was another example of the stupidity there because he says uh, about Cyclops, when the chips were down, he was there for us. Like, when was he never, or when was he ever not there for you? Yeah. It was everybody else who wasn't there for him. Yeah. Any time that you guys needed him, he was there. Because you're there for me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, you know, another example of them, like, demonizing Scott, acting like he was a bad dude. Pretty much. It's like... They can't even compliment him without being like... Yeah, but, like, fuck that guy. But we <laughs> guess he's fine, but, you know, not really. Yeah, because there's that moment where uh, he's, he, in his own thoughts, he's saying, when it really mattered, 
Scott Summers fought alongside the Avengers f- to protect a world that hates and fears him. You know, it's like, well, he always did that, though. Yeah, he was just focusing on always the protecting mission. the mutants that were being attacked. Yeah, by your boss. Yeah, and I said he's, like, working with his sworn enemy. It's like, who? The patron saint of authority. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, that was a thing that, oh, that is a thing that happens later. But it was funny. Um, so, that, uh, it goes terribly. Red Onslaught basically beats them all up. Iron Man's the last one left. Uh, his suit's out of power. And then all the villains show up. Yeah, Magneto's, like, on your left. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it turns out, because Tony Stark built these robots, these Sentinels, uh, during the Civil War time, and he was only focused on heroes, he somehow missed that villains are in the world and that they may ever be an issue. So these Sentinels have no defense against villainous tactics, which is like the dumbest thing. Because weren't uh, villains in some of Civil War too? There yeah, was like Stark two of them. them but... he, like, he suicide squatted them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and there was a couple on, um, uh, I think on Captain America's side that Punisher killed. Yeah, because Captain America's working with him and he showed up. Yeah, and he was like, that. <laughs> he murders them and is like, nah, like, this is the shit Tony Stark was doing, you're not going to do and it. Captain and then America like, starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, they're like, you need to leave. Yeah, Punisher probably had the most integrity in that story. If there's anything about the Punisher, I can guarantee is that he he knows how he feels and he will never change his mind. And he'll always be a Vietnam vet. Yeah, which is weird. Because he's like 70 right now. Uh, so anyway, the villains show up and they're like, we got this. And then that's the end of that book. There's some yeah. weird dialogue. Like, Even th- uh, Magneto, I'm pretty fair at killing Nazis. Are you fair at killing Nazis? I think fair in terms of, like, that like he's all right at it. Yeah, but I, I, I'd assume he's a little better than all right. I think he was just being facetious. Yeah, maybe. But fair is a weird word to use. Yeah, but he is an old German guy. Maybe it means he, like, makes it fun. Like, I think it's a fa- uh, like a fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think like. English might be his third language. Possibly. Right? Probably German's his first. 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 Oh. Yes. <laughs> he speaks German. No, because I was going to say, I think maybe German's his first. Yiddish is his second. Like, that was in my mind, and I fucked it up. And then English. Then Cohen. It Now Cohen. yeah. I think that that He, all, he cheated to get that, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody actually learned how to speak Cohen. <laughs> Somebody no. had to learn. He has such no, a... they didn't, because uh, Cypher. What did he Cypher learned. Cypher and then knows. what? And then Emma had to read it and then Cypher give it to people? and Krakoa together, like they created it, and then Xavier just implanted it into everybody. But I actually it's like the idea shit. that Magneto's so distrusting that he actually never took the helmet off and he just <laughs> learned it. He took he took semesters upon semesters of of Krakoan courses to pick it up and. That'd take you know. extra long for him, too, because he's not exactly the person who'd, like, let somebody teach him, either. Yeah, no, he's a, yeah, terrible study. I no think, one could tutor him. I think it was like that, and then he died, and they were, when they <laughs> resurrected him, they're just they like, just, just put it, it in his brain. Yeah. 
when he it's like he wants the book but then doesn't trust the book because he didn't write the book (laughs) (laughs) or even better in his attempt to learn krakoan he dies of some freak accident and then xavier's like well good thing that happened his head explodes (laughs) because the language is too hard all right so chapter three of axis uh deadpool is just chewing the scenery just going on and on actually pretty great yep uh wanting to be an avengers member the whole bit about how hey man you know that feeling of like when you show up at a party and you show up with people who are losers but you're not with them and then you're like you don't want to say i'm not with these guys because that's mean but also you don't want to be thought of as with those guys what i'm trying to say is I'm not a bad guy. I just happened to catch the villain bus here. Yeah, I missed they the took hero the bus. same Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the whole time, uh, Iron Man's just like, where the fuck are you dragging me, man? Why aren't you answering? Because, of course, he's not going to answer because he's just trying to get his point out. And his point being, can I be an Avenger? And he's like, no. Hell no. Never. As long as I'm alive. And Deadpool's like, well, all right. He's like, where the fuck are you dragging me? I was just going to charge your suit, man. I saw an exposed wire. Because <laughs> that's all you turn takes. <laughs> it just turns out you're a jerk sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then it's implied that Stark's like, all right, I changed my mind. You can be an adventure. And then... Because uh, you had electricity. <laughs> and then the other villains are just beating up the Sentinels with... Almost no issues at all. Because yeah, then, then it goes straight from Deadpool two in the scene to Carnage. Yeah, a bit. He he ends up ripping out an eyeball of one of the Sentinels, and he has a line about like how the only thing that's motivating him to do this is so that he can kill the other uh, villains that are there when it's over. Yeah, which. From the amount of Carnage I read, I think they tried to justify this in a stupid way because you have a pretty simple solution of why Carnage would do this. And it's because uh, that, like, Carnage wants to kill everybody, yeah, but he doesn't, like, he hates the whole mass death thing. He kills people because he likes to feel like the, he likes to see the light leaving their eyes and to slowly kill them. Your eyes got really big saying that. Yeah. It's a bit disturbing. <laughs> but, I mean, they could have just said, like, that's why he's helping out. Because, like, Red Skull takes over the Earth and he can't kill people. Well, no, he basically does, in a way. Yeah, but it's like, he's like doing it to kill people. Like, Well, he, he also said, because there's a lot of, like, Red Skull, you're going too far, man. You're taking all the world for yourself. We can't have that. Kind of thing. He said he didn't want to bow to Red Skull. Basically. Yeah. Well, but the, that's like sort of all their motivation. All the villains. There's a Marvel DC comic crossover with uh, Joker and Carnage where like they cannot just coexist together because Joker wants to like just uh, do like a mass murder of people. And uh, like Carnage thinks that's stupid and Carnage wants to slowly kill people and watch them bleed and the Joker thinks it's gross. Oh. That's what now? It's a crossover comic between Marvel and DC. Huh. I've never heard of that. I mean, I've heard of Marvel and DC crossover com. I know what the Amalgam universe is. I've just never heard of a, a Joker Carnage one. Yeah, it's not the Amalgam, because I think the Amalgam is where they 
they fuse they into fuse something character. different. Yeah. yeah, this is a universe that where all of them exist separately. Mm. There's more weird dialogue here because you got Enchantress who says, that's the kind of oversight that gets you uninvited to fondue parties. When is Enchantress going to fondue parties? Um, I think they have them at the bar with no name. The, the problem is they're trying to they're do. Remender's writing banter for people who don't for people banter. who don't do banter, and so it's really weird. It's sort of like if the hero's banter is G or PG, he just went PG thirteen <laughs> for the villains, and it's it's still just weird. Like other than Deadpool and uh, Carnage. What's coming out of everyone else's mouths? It doesn't really make sense. Like Enchantress is sounding like a rich housewife right now, and it's really weird. Yeah, she's Asgardian, and this does not fly. Like Deadpool's got a line where he's like pointing out villains to Tony. He's like, "Yeah, that's the Hobgoblin." He's like the Green Goblin, but more Hob. And it's like, all right, Deadpool would say that. Yeah, makes more sense. But he he writes really good uh, Doom and Loki though. Yeah, he he wrote them really well. Yeah, well, because those are like the super villains, right? Everyone else is like quote unquote super villain, and those are like the mastermind villains who are like, we don't really even got to try. We're just technically here, showing our support, I guess. Yeah, well, they're they're like uh, like Carnage is technically straight level, like super yeah. villain, but they're like take over the universe super villains. Yeah. Um, Loki and uh, Doom are talking, and then suddenly it looks like Loki's smashed by one of the uh, Sentinels, and Doom's like, surely you didn't get defeated that quickly, and Loki's like, nope, I didn't. Also, quip about a teacher I had. Uh, I was accepting of that quip. And then Magneto, sure. (laughs) He said he was the star trickster in his class. Yeah. Um... And then Magneto, like, actually uses his magnetic powers to rip apart, like, a big chunk of the head of another one of the Sentinels. Yeah, finally. Fin- yeah, exactly. Finally. It's like, dude. There's only two Sentinels. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was totally phoning it in when he was fighting with Tony earlier. Yeah. He just had to do that twice, and it would have been over. He just did that just to shit on Dr. Doom. Yeah. He's like... I think Doom was saying something about being awesome, and Magneto's like, who's awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Did someone say awesome? (laughs) Well, because I would say Magneto's the only other villain that's on the level of Doom and Loki. Yeah, but he had to, like, rub it in. Like, I'm more important than you guys. They're robots, and I control metal. Yeah. I mean, his powers are weakened right now, because I was thinking he could have just solved this whole problem by himself if he was the actual, like, normal-level Magneto. That's I mean, actually weird because just take screws out of him. I know that during this time, uh, he's he's taking the mutant growth hormone. Oh, is he? Yeah. Then yeah, he should have solved this. So he's literally he's doing the thing that he's also trying to fight and stop. And he gets a guy to make him mutant growth hormone. So I don't I don't know what ex- his deal is currently because I don't remember if like he stopped doing that by the end of the book or like toward access or not. I feel like he gets it. He gets the hormone because he's like calls up Dazzler. So yeah. You want to hang out and then just knocks her out. So while all those villains are beating up the Sentinels, uh, Red Onslaught is just taken on by uh, Captain America, who's not Captain America. Like shows up. Yeah, but also not that Captain America that's not Captain America. Like one who's Steve, actually not Captain America. Steve Rogers, who's not Captain America, who's not Steve Rogers. Nazi Cap. But not. 
Not Nazi cat. Ha! Not Z cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Z cap. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just to distract Red Onslaught, because he's all like, Captain America, I thought you were an old man. How did you recover? And then it's like, ha, psych, I'm not recovered or a man. I'm Mystique. <laughs> She's a man. Oh, you get enchantress. Yeah, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. No, it was just stuck in my head still from she's a man. <laughs> you get Enchantress finally doing something. I yeah. mean, sounding like Enchantress. No more jokes. She came in here pretty badass right here. Yeah. Because uh, Red Onslaught was all like, well, I'm going to kill you for not even being Captain America. And Mystique was like, I was just the distraction. And then Enchantress is like, fucking fall in love with me. And then he did. And then she's like, doesn't that hurt? You being in love? A creature of hate? And he's like, yeah, I guess. That's another weird thing to me. Like, it's physically in pain, feeling love? Yeah. Weird. Well, you don't get that because you, you've mostly dated Aaron and she's cool. But you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> I totally understand. It. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh... I, I don't even get where how this happened. So Enchantress starts, not only does she brainwash uh, Red Onslaught into falling in love with her, but like is like, we're going to take over everything together now. Like right away, she's super villaining the shit out of this to take over all of everything with the power of Red Onslaught. And uh, Red Onslaught's like, I love you. Also, Sentinel. And that just distracts her enough to, for Red Onslaught to be like, You cow! <laughs> you cow! <laughs> Fuck you! But I think he calls her a sow. Yeah, sow. Yeah, but, you know, I think the same thing, basically. Is it? Basically. It's another mammal. Female. <laughs> <laughs> or, I think it's a pig, right? Like a female pig is a sow? I'm not up to date on my sows. I guess that's worse than a cow. If you know much about sows, you should email us. And yeah, let us know. email us. Oh, I think, I, I think <laughs> a boar is a male. At so. uh, gmail.com. Uh, are you a farmer <laughs> and you listen to us? Are you a sowentist? <laughs> god damn it, Justin. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, Red Onslaught's like, I got the power. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a He-Man joke or a, a music joke? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought he's, he looks like Skeletor, you know? <laughs> I've been thinking for the last five minutes that whenever you've done a villain voice, you've sounded like Skeletor, too. <laughs> like, I will not fall in love with you, Enchantress. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Quentin's barely holding on during this time, like, keeping Red Onslaught's uh, telepathy from just taking over everyone's mind. And Evan is like, you can do it, man, just a little longer so I can heal and jump in the fight to help. And he's like, yeah, okay, I could do it. And then Red Onslaught's like, nope, 
you can't do it. And then he starts taking over the villain's minds like, all right, now I control you and you're going to do my bidding. Uh, while this is happening, though, they destroyed the Sentinels and freed uh, Doctor Strange and Wanda. And Magneto's like, hey, can you guys do the thing you were going to do before? Don't explain it because that doesn't make sense. Just do the thing. And they're like, yeah, definitely. But we're going to be vulnerable again. So you got to protect us. And he's like, sure thing. And then he doesn't. Because the villains attack Strange and uh, Wanda. Yeah, <laughs> Strange and Wanda. And uh, this is also right at the point that we mentioned earlier, too, where uh, Deadpool charges up Tony's armor. So right now is when he gets back into the fight. Yeah, a lot of this is just back and forth stuff, but it's all basically happening at the same time. Mm. Uh, Evan shows up and he's like, hey, here's my Cyclops impression. And he shoots Carnage away from, I think, stabbing Doctor Strange. And uh, then someone's on their way to hit him. I forget who it is already. Sabretooth. Sabretooth. And Deadpool shows up and he's like, I'm an Avenger. (laughs) Are you trying to remember what song he was singing? No, no, no. I was was nodding to you to, to sing the song. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's so doing the. <laughs> you, well, you just blankly stared at me. There was no cue. <laughs> I, no, I nodded. No, you look like you forgot what song. <laughs> no, it's the I'm a believer. Song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm an Avenger. And then Tony Stark's like, well, now I got yeah. that song stuck in my head. Well, even the like he does the I'm an Avenger. I can Avenger if I tried. Avenge less if I tried. Oh, yeah. 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 He couldn't avenge her either. Because this is around the point where his daughter's mom died. Wasn't that a vampire? No. Oh, he's married to a vampire. He's married to a vampire. <gasps> Child out of wedlock. <laughs> that's that the worst thing you think that Deadpool's done. <laughs> a little bit. He's probably not paying child support. No, he's not. He didn't. He just found out he had a child, and right now he thinks she's well. Until Original Sin, he thought she was dead Mm. because he found the pile of corpses, which we'll cover in the good and the bad. All right. uh, Not just the pile of corpses. The whole story we'll cover. That would be a weird episode. Deadpool saves Evan, but then uh, Red Onslaught's all like, hey, uh, Strange, give yourself the hand. And he's like, on it. Finger bang. Like, I don't know what happens with him. I thought he He's just like, disappeared, but he actually just, like, just collapses unconscious. Um, and then Doom's all like, I'll take the order part of the spell, Wanda. And she's like, I don't like you. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Doom does not mourn the insects he steps on. Yeah, his words. Yeah, uh, and uh, Strange gets attacked by, uh, uh, it's either Hobgoblin or... I thought it was Carnage. Uh, no, he, Carnage goes to attack him. And then somebody else who just is vaguely red and dead-looking attacks him. Oh. Weird. Um, anyway. So, Doom and uh, Wanda perform the spell. And then everything sort of explodes. Like, the whole island of Genosha yep. again. They all learned what their original sin was. Because it's the eyeball that exploded. <laughs> It looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Doom's gone, and they're like, where's Doom? And all the heroes are exiting the Sentinel bodies. And they're like, Doom was here? What? 
what happened now? And so, presumably, there's some chicanery going on. <laughs> uh, Napton America shows up. He does. Well, first, they have a body. The Red Skull's body. Which, this doesn't make sense to me because I thought it was two dead guys who fused to create an ultimately evil consciousness of power. And they destroyed that evil consciousness of power. And now it's a body again. No, It's I alive. Were- from what I remember, Red Skull stole Xavier's brain. Exactly, yeah. but that was a dead guy. Yeah, but like, he put the it's his, his body. Head. Yeah, but then Red Skull gets killed by Magneto. That's what lets loose Onslaught. I mean, he just has a part of Xavier's brain. No, the whole becoming Onslaught thing makes zero sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, to revert back to just a, a living body after being killed to become Onslaught. That's, all I'm saying is it doesn't make sense. Yeah, comics. But... So, uh, they're like, hey, it's Xavier, right? You inverted him. That was, like, the whole deal. Like, he's a, he's a good guy That sounds now. like they, they, like, pulled his tongue and his skin, like, <laughs> like his skin was on the inside. Or he can walk now but can't use his arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing him running. <laughs> and he's, he's got his arms flailing back and forth while he's running. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the X-Men obviously are like, we got to wake him up. And the Avengers are like, don't do that. It's the Red Skull. And they're like, no, it's got to be Xavier, right? Because you did the thing. And that's the whole point of this. And they're like, we don't trust that. It's the Red Skull. Or He's, you. And so <laughs> it, it's become a thing of like, the Avengers want to take the Red Skull to the Avengers Tower and the X-Men are like, no, let's take him back to the mansion. We got psychics who can keep him in check, and that would be safe. And the Avengers are like, no, our tower, it's in the sky. It's like it's high up, so, like, it's safer. That's where they keep the Dragon Balls. But that, what doesn't make sense is, like, the Avengers never offer, a, like, a safeguard to, like, control, like, if it is the Red Skull. But, like, the X-Men are like, hey, we got psychics. They're all going to keep them in check. I, yeah, but uh, Avengers Tower does have power dampeners. Of and the X-Men have power. And they probably have power dampeners, too. Fucking Unlimited beast. power. Yeah, I'm not saying uh, the Avengers should get it more, but they're e- easily equipped to handle the Red Skull until, like, you know. Yeah, they're real the, equipped before. Well, everybody, uh, nobody's ever really equipped for anything, but they're as equipped as the X-Men are. Yeah, and Cyclops is like, hey, look, Captain America, cooler Captain America. We all know why. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I feel like you wanted to call him Blackton America. (laughs) (laughs) Cooler Captain America. Buddy, listen, I need this. (laughs) I kind of did a thing I really wish I didn't do a little while ago. And this is kind of a way we can undo this. Sure, he's got to live the rest of his life with this red skull. But, like, that dude will be alive and we kind of need this win. I think they're also, like, not thinking about how, like, if the X-Men get red skull as their prisoner. That, like, that just leads to another argument. It's like, all right, where are we taking him? Like, is he going back to your mansion or my prison? The prison makes sense. The prison makes sense. But also, Scott's the only one of him there. It's and a happy it, compromise. He's in prison. And he's a, he's in prison, and the X-Men have him. Yeah, but I think we all know the X-Men would not let Scott take 
Xavier's body. Maybe now, He though. just murders him again. <laughs> this is, um... This is well after the last Will and Testament, though. And which we still technically haven't wrapped up yet, because that is yeah, continued includes on. the rest yeah. of Uncanny. Yeah. So this is all, like, right after that. So, Havoc's all like, hey, I don't gotta do what you say, Captain America, because... You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking he's playing Rage Against the Machine. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a co-leader of the Avengers. I don't gotta listen to you. I was anointed by Steve Rogers, patron saint of authority, and then he shows up, and he's like, well, then we'll just ask Steve Rogers, patron saint of authority, because sick burn, Captain America. Uh, anyway, he shows up, and Cap's like, hey, Steve, we got a situation, and Steve's like, had a situation. Great job, guys. Really knocked it out of the park. And- <laughs> I'll be taking the body. And all the credit. <laughs> don't think about what I'm going to do with it. Just don't think about it. Uh, uh, it's just something really dumb, probably. I feel he's like he's going to dance with it. Red Skull. Yeah, like he just like, hangs out with the unconscious Xavier. Like they have tea. <laughs> he does, he does like, like the voice part. of them. He's like, how are you, Red Skull? <laughs> oh, I've been feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's got dementia. <laughs> This got really weird. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, him having like a tea party with Red Skull all dressed up. He's like serving him tea. Yeah, he's yeah. like, like, he's like Buzz animal. Lightyear in the first Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's a big disagreement between the X-Men and the Avengers and that even Steve Rogers is like, hey, Havoc, let's, good, good job and all. We're going to take... Him back to Avengers Tower. I got an idea for a play, and I need to buy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Havoc's like, you know what? Fine, take him. Under what condition? I quit. Which is weird. Yeah, it's not in a condition. You're just like... saying you quit. And they're like, oh no, yeah. don't do that. It's like your boss calls you, and you're like, hey, can you pick up an extra shift today? And you're like, yeah, if it's my last. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. Even where it's like, yeah, under one condition, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you come in, that'd be an awkward rest of the day. You come in, like, wash dishes for ten hours, and like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't even work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, he decides that, uh, sorry, by he I mean Havoc. He decides... He's not going to uh, be an Avenger no more. <laughs> and he drops that. a sick diss track. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just coming into my mind that because they're the Unity Squad, they all have those Rick James Unity rings. Just Unity! The you, <laughs> just the way you said that, Avenger no more. It sounded like that was a sick diss track. <laughs> and, uh, That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat <laughs> motherfucker. That was Iron Man's response to having. <laughs> anyway, first he, off, I fucked your bitch. <laughs> so Havoc's like, I'm going home to my real family because Janet was like, "Hey, man, I thought we were like a thing, you know? We had just, we thought we were gonna die. We kissed. The Sentinels tractor beamed us. We turned out to to win. We're but." 
we're boning? <laughs> and he's like, not anymore. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we can have sex again if it's the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Under one condition. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> oh. She's like, yeah, you, you usually do. Like, <laughs> just two minutes in. Uh, and, like, that's the end of it. They they go their separate ways. Whoa. Avengers and X-Men friends no more. Not going to talk about how jacked Evan gets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daddy Evan over here. Wait, that, <laughs> that's right. That does happen. Because while they're arguing, Apocalypse just shows up. It's Evan. Is it? Turned Apocalypse. I think it's Apocalypse wearing Evan's shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's Evan wearing Apocalypse costume. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like... two of them on top of each other. (laughs) He was like, it's not even Xavier. That's just the remnants of what used to be Xavier. Let him have the body. And they're like, fine. But I'm not an adventure no more. Evan's like, that was easy. I just talked out of my ass. They listen yeah. to me. I don't know why. Nobody <laughs> likes me in the first place. <laughs> like, Deadpool gives him a hug, and he's like, is it weird I'm doing this? And he's yeah. like, this is the last time. This is the last Because I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quitting hugs. <laughs> I learned it from Laura. <laughs> he's like, where do you even lift, bro? <laughs> yeah. Got so big. Got so swole on me. Is this puberty for you? <laughs> I did lo- thought I think that was hilarious. How all of a sudden, he's because uh, of the inversion, he's huge. And just Apocalypse, and Deadpool just thinks it's puberty. Yeah. Uh, now, for Car- I do feel like we can get through Carnage pretty quick. Not a lot happens in it. No, not really. Uh, Yeah, but we're at like an hour 30. I mean, I could just run through it real fast. All right, yeah, we'll we'll hit it real quick, and then... I literally have only four points. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go about... We'll hit it as fast as Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Carnage... Starts with some guy, runs up in a nightclub, shoots a guy. It's like, whoa, that was crazy. And the guy was like, I know you. And the guy's like, no, you don't. Shot. And then. (laughs) (laughs) Rat-a-tat-tat. Bars. Then Carnage is swinging around and he's all like, I want to be a superhero now. He basically recaps you on what happened with Axis. Well, unless. Let's not call Sin Eater some guy. Some guy. He's a reason Venom's a thing. Okay. Some, some Ghost, Rider Ghost Rider knockoff. knockoff. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, man. See, Ghost Rider makes you see all your sins. This guy just eats them. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, that flame head is just coincidental. Yeah. Hey. It's green. It's green. Okay. <laughs> Big difference. So Carnage is swinging around, and he's like, I used to be a psychopath who had no feelings, but now I have feelings, and I don't know how to use them, and I'm trying to be a hero, but I don't even know how to hero. And then he hears a woman yell, and he's like, I could save her. And he goes down there to save her, and the, the guy she's struggling with, he punches in the face and knocks his eyeball out, and is like, yep, you're <laughs> waiting on that. Uh, and then another guy with a knife comes up, and then he cuts that guy's arm off, and he's like, well, that's fair, right? <laughs> he's like, I might have gone too far. Because I can make knives. You got knives. Even Stevens. You know? That's a lot of Shia LaBeouf references. <laughs> uh, and then the, the woman freaks out. She's like, hey, that was my pimp daddy, which bugs the shit out of me. Because it seems 
oddly formal. Well, is I'm pretty sure it was written by a white guy. Yeah, it seems really weird. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, "You're a whore. That's illegal," and just punches her. And he's like, "I did a better job. Her eyeball didn't come out." He yeah. like he that was that whole stuff. That's the that was something I I didn't like though. Is like he when he had one hand on her head, he thought, "Wait, so you're a villain? That means I gotta stop you." But like softly, and then just punches her with the other fist. <laughs> I also want to point out slightly he ne- he didn't necessarily hit her less hard than he hit the other guy. He just held his hand in front of her eyeballs so they didn't pop out when he punched her. He I said he's he, got to be gentle, which yeah. he, he dissed her. He's like, all right, you're a girl, so you're ever so soft, so I'm going to be gentle. But yeah. I like how he like wound it up. He held her head and like <laughs> brought his fist back just a little bit. <laughs> and, and he like hits her like how Hulk Hogan used to punch people <laughs> when he'd all go. Uh, and then a little bit after that, a guy goes into a massage parlor and is all like, hey, I'm ready to get jerked off. Yeah. He all but says it. He's laying down for his massage. And then for some reason... It's a cock massage. The color of this, it's funny you say that. It looks like Sin Eater enters the room naked. Look, it looks like, it looks like Sin Eater also has his shirt off. <laughs> it <does. laughs> and it's like, Why? He, he he was he was there to get jerked off, and then was like, "Oh, it, that's a bad thing. I should kill that guy." For yeah. It. And the guy's like, "Wait a minute, I know you." And he's like, "No, you don't. I'm gonna shoot you now." That's my purse. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, "No, no, no. You're a sin eater." And is like, "Yup, I'm gonna eat your sins." He shoots the guy, uh, and then Carnage, swinging around, sees uh, the news. The news. As one does in the Marvel Universe, just playing in Windows, and he sees this really sad woman. He's like, I have feelings right now. I don't know how to process them. This woman is having feelings and is processing them. So that's a professional who knows how to do the thing they're doing. Maybe she can help me. Yeah, as she's just crying. and as she, just, yeah. She's handling this real <laughs> well. Uh, meanwhile, in studio, uh, you see that the report is about how two anchor people one of which she worked with were just killed by some crazy person uh, and then uh which they must have known i found it weird that they knew that was like a jerk off parlor <laughs> yeah because well, she was does. just at the massage parlor and it's like i'm embarrassed everyone knew he was about to get jerked off yeah it's like how he didn't even start getting jerked off yet how'd everyone know well so she gets done and a producer goes to console her and she's like cut the shit i don't give a fuck i want his job I want the stories he was having, and the producer's like, hey, but, like, maybe you got to process things. And she's like, I don't, I just increased your ratings, guy. So. It's like, the body's not even cold, you heartless bitch. Yeah. And and the producer's like, well, you got to police detail now because they're afraid that it might be a pattern, that they're going after anchor people. And she's like, I don't need it. I just want this, the job. I want to cover superhero stuff, which is the Marvel Universe. Isn't everyone covering superhero stuff all the time? Just in New York. I think if you're, like, in Minneapolis, you do, like, the Farmer Report. Okay. I guess that makes sense. There's a disproportionately large amount of heroes in New York. Yeah, there's, like, two in New Jersey. Uh, Anyway, so she gets the police detail. She goes home. The police officer's with her. She's all like, I'm going to take a shower do you want a drink? And he's like, I'm working. And she's like, 
I don't give a shit. You want a drink? And he's like, all right, I'll probably do that. And then he goes to sit on the couch and he sees the dumbest thing. Classic. (laughs) He sees Sin Eater. He's got his feet poking out from behind the curtain. And he pulls a gun out and he's like, hey, and starts shooting. And then Sin Eater apparently is bulletproof. Well, except for his face, which we'll find out later. And uh, Senator just shoots the cop in his bulletproof vest, which apparently isn't bulletproof. And is like... Well, because he shoots him with incendiary rounds. I guess that makes sense. Uh, so he kills that guy. And, well, it's, a he also, he, and it's a shotgun. He shot him in the point, head. Point. He, he does shoot him in the head right after. He shot yeah. him through the curtain and he lived and then shot him in the head afterwards. Yeah, and then he like eats all that sin because you know it's his jam. Nom nom. Yeah. And he also... As he shoots him with the incendiary round, says that he's baptized him in, baptizing him in fire. Sick. Anyway, do you mean sick like gross or like sick? Like sick. <laughs> anyway, the woman comes out who is never even given a name. They gave one of the guys who got killed a name. She gets a name later. Okay. Well, she doesn't have a name yet. Uh, and then. As she's about to get killed, because Sin Eater's all like, I'm going to eat that sin. <laughs> like groceries. <laughs> That's comics for butt. <laughs> Carnage breaks through the window, and he's all like, I am so much cooler than you. Like, Symbiote webs the gun to Sin Eater's head, makes him shoot himself, and then basically kidnaps the anchor woman, and then... She screams, she uh, passes out, and then she wakes back up, like, carnage jizzed to the wall, and he's like, hey, I need you to help me feel. And that's the end. That's carnage. I got something for you to feel. And Sin Eater did uh, wake back up after he got his head blown off. Yeah, there's that, too. But, you know, he's pretty stupid. You know, who cares? I feel attacked. (laughs) (laughs) He's so dumb. He is dumb, but he leads to Venom. I know you, you're Cedar. Weren't you a cop? Shut up. It's basically what happens to the guy in the massage parlor. He thought he was going to get jerked off. Yeah. That was like the worst way to die. It's like... To think you're going to... He literally says, I can finally get a happy ending. Well, he was on top of the... He was on top of the world and somebody had to push him off. (laughs) He was hoping to get pulled off. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for one. I could think of <laughs> and they yanked him off. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, part one of Axis, issues one through three, and part one of Carnage Axis. And we have social media where yep. you can go and see stuff that we post. And, and uh, like it or comment. Uh, all of it is at Maximum Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, our YouTube. Go search us on YouTube. That's a thing, too. And uh, TeePublic, buy stuff so we can get money. <laughs> That'd be great. Tons in, of stuff on TeePublic. In these trying times, we need your money. We so, got masks on there? Buy no, stuff. we don't have masks on there. We, we don't we, get to pick anything that's on that's there. We gotta, <laughs> that's fudge. Yeah, hopefully we'll be coming out with some cooler shirt designs, too. We can buy some a sticker. Cool Ouch! Shirt. Ouch. Also, yes. We, you're going to be designing the other shit. I know, but that, you said cooler. It's like, ouch. 
You could buy a sticker and put it on your mask, that way it's even harder to breathe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's sticker filters. Exactly. That'll really keep it all out. Yeah. All the poison. All the uh, oxygen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't catch Corona if you don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's for today. <laughs>